All right, and welcome to the Ed Die Podcast. We're talking about horror, paranormal, books, movies, hauntings, and all that kind of stuff. This is Ed Die. With me here is... Mike. Hello. And we're here to discuss what's going on in the world. You know what we're going to start with, with the first episode, being that there's been... Oh, there's been rumors and talks that they want to make a remake to this thing, and you just recently saw the movie because you hadn't seen it before. So we saw the movie The Entity. Entity. Now, there's there was a book. This happened, I believe, was back in the 70s. And the movie obviously was a little bit Hollywoodized, but this is the case of a woman who is being sexually assaulted, sexually assaulted, you know, sexually assaulted by a uh, paranormal visitor. I mean, if you see the movie, if you can get past the um, the guitar and the drum and the heavy metal riff that every time she that gets they keep attacked, using repeatedly, yeah, right. I mean, what did you? <laughs> You you kind of almost think that this that the, the ghost has his own backup band. He's like, "Yo, I'm about to do this." Cue Let's the go. Music. We're ready. Ready. <laughs> now, what did you what you think of the the story before we get even get into the actual movie? The story was good. Um, the, my big buff though really was that 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 thing, the music. They just kept playing over <laughs> and over, and they do it before even anything's happening. So it's like it's just her sleeping in bed, and you'll hear it. And you, it there's no suspense. You just know it's coming, and it, that's it. It kind of makes you wonder if, like, the guys from Metallica, Kirk Hammond and James Hetfield, was this their, like, first gig? That's all that's going on there. So, I mean, what were your thoughts on the story? Because the way the movie portrays it. it, it it's almost like it's like watching a bunch of skits happening in sequence. Yeah. It, it's not really a story. It's just this happens here, then they jump. This happened here, then it jumps, and then this happens here. If I you're mean, not really paying attention, you get confused very quickly. Yeah, I mean, overall, there is a, there's a story overall and everything. I mean, it was back in the 70s, and, and I, I mean, I'm not, not dissing on old school movies, because I do watch movies, but a lot of people, especially uh, younger audiences and people from today, want, sometimes expect more, which is funny, because some people sometimes believe that people are expecting less in movies. <laughs> but... It's uh, yeah, it does jump a lot because I think that in the movie you almost get the feeling that this whole situation that this lady's going through, which in the movie her name is Carla, in real life, what was she was uh, Doris Bither or Bither, however you say it. Now, in the movie, it looks like they're trying to give you it make they almost make it look like it happens within two weeks. I think the reason was because the book was very long. I would assume yeah, and they were trying to compress it because there's probably so many times that this thing bothered her that they couldn't just stick it all in the one scene that's true and i'm, I'm sure they probably compressed or like uh made, made like five attacks things that five things happening five different attacks well, they probably read, happening one attack they probably had a group of people actually read the book the writers or learn the story maybe from the actual person and then the problem was that they had to sit down and their director told them you have to pick out certain scenes that you yeah, think are actually ones are, worth what are we in. using what are we getting rid of what's scary but the sit but like the, it's like you gotta pick between do we watch her get raped or do we watch the thing basically just call her mean things? <laughs> I mean. And and it's funny because in the, in the movie, and it's a funny scene all the way at the end. Not even funny, but it's just an interesting scene at the end of the movie. The, the, oh, yes, the speech yes. she gave, which I thought, it's, it's, an, it's interesting because it's a total, you know what, I, I give up thing. Do what you want to me. You can have my body, you can have, but you can't have me. That's mine. And then the uh, the ghost gets pissed off. So, Let's go into spoilers. Basically, 
she this this woman like we'll go with the movie story with the movie names because that's the one most people are probably going to be more familiar with in the actual yes. names in the movie she is I think they estimated somewhere between like 32 35 years old so she's not that old she's a young she's the a actress young woman. looks young yeah. yeah she's young and I think they did that on purpose because she has a boy who's probably looks like he's about, supposed to be about maybe 15 he looks or 16. like when, in the beginning they don't really explain it but you could easily be like oh is that her boyfriend yeah they do that on purpose part of the storyline too so. She's got an older son who she probably had birth with in the way they describe it. Like, uh, she probably gave birth in when she Her was original young. husband was a nice man, but as they got married, things got hard. And he became an alcoholic and a drug addict, I think. And he killed himself. Killed himself, I think, or something. And then she got an, uh, an older man. Very, well, he was supposed to be in his like 50s. Yeah, way older guy. And then that didn't work out. And then finally she has another guy who comes up later in the movie. But essentially, it's her, her older, good-looking son who's supposed to be a spinning, spinning image of her first husband. And she has two young daughters who look like, I think they were like nine and six years old. And so basically the story here is she lives alone. She works. She's going to, I think, apparently, they make it sound, I think it's typing school. Because back in the day, you went to typing school if you want. You know, today you go to college and I learn about she computers. Was, she was trying to become somewhat like a secretary. Like yeah. A, something like that. Because, yeah. So essentially she starts getting attacked. She goes to, uh, she doesn't know what's happening. She goes to a doctor, she, the psychiatrist, psychologist. I think his name is Snyderman. Something like that, yeah, like Doctor Snyderman, Snyderman or something, yeah, yeah played by uh, Ron Silver, and he does. He thinks it's all in her head, and he's convinced it's all in her head. He gets her to come back, even so she's been attacked. She's showing bruises and marks, and he's like, "Look, I've seen cases where people get that without anyone touching them." So he's like, "It's it's all in your head." The whole hospital. He gets a whole hospital team to listen to her case. That's yeah, funny. I think I think he makes it so that because it's supposed to be. Her, her, it's a her brain trying to cope with the fact that she's constantly had heartbreak or something like that. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly that's the whole scene when you all get together and they're like, what do you think? So, what do you think is going on after she leaves the uh, the meeting? The guy's like, she's masturbating, she's masturbating and doesn't know what to do with it, and she doesn't know what to do with her feelings. And they talk about how she grew up. Her daddy was a, a, a uh, evangelistic minister or something. Yeah, and I think he, he like he, he did, touched he was, her the yeah, wrong he way. Was, had an uncle who looked at her the wrong way. Then she got this young guy who thought he was a man. And then she make it up for it with the next guy who was an older guy. And then they go, and now she's got herself a real man, and she doesn't know what to do with it. And now she's manifesting but all But you know this. what's the most interesting thing about that is they're in the doctor. They're in the hospital. Every single person smoking. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is back in the day. So everyone is smoking in this hospital. Like, like the main doctor, he pulls out a pipe. Yeah, as soon as she walks out, it. yep, he puts his pipe and he starts. To, yeah, exactly. And he pulls a pipe and he's like, she's masturbating. <laughs> I'm like, damn, obviously this doctor's not watching what we're watching. But <laughs> it's it's intriguing. But yeah, so they don't think it's going on. She comes um, and then she gets really pissed at the doctor. The doctor's trying to help her. Um, and she gets pissed because the doctor suggests that she, it's all in her head. And then he goes, because she mentions how she's being attacked by one spirit. And then eventually, it at one to, point, what, the three. Yeah, she at one point she says it feels like there's one main one uh, attacking her, and she has two little ones helping her and like that's holding what, her down, holding her down. She says like two little uh, tiny ones, and that's when she spins the script on it. And he's like. Um, you said there's one. He's strong. He's really strong. He's got two little ones. Have you have you looked at your son? And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's <laughs> assen- the doctor's essentially basically saying, "I think you're just probably uh, it's in your head because you probably maybe want to sleep with your son, and you're imagining that it's your kids doing it to you. You know, the older son with the two kids. Ooh, she gets pissed. <laughs> oh, she loses her mind. There's actually um, 
the best they do actually a good scene when when she's talking about that because when her son tries to defend her yes the scene that happens when she she finally gets attacked in front of because yeah each time she's being attra- attacked Attack, she's by herself, by herself in her room yeah usually first time someone else actually i think sees it or yeah yeah first her time son, the kids, her right kids there, sees i think it's it. one of her daughter's birthday parties and she gets up to go ice cream they're getting ice cream cream. she goes to get plates or something from the the living room or whatever paper plates and she gets thrown yeah that's right he tries to get her he gets thrown and she's being attacked he gets his arm broken by one of these things and he's and you see he's pushing to like get up and something's holding him back meanwhile everyone's watching and then later on the doctor tells the son um once now that she meets you don't have to lie for her you don't have to lie for her he's like i didn't get a broken arm by lying and the doctor still is like, mm-hmm. well, his issue is also, he, you know, he's trying to get with her. He likes her. Yes. <clears throat> Which he gets told by his boss later on in the movie. He goes, back nothing, off. Yeah, back off. There's nothing you can do about it professionally or personally. <laughs> Leave it alone. He's, you know, he's like, look, yeah, but this ghost is hidden. I want to hit this. <laughs> Essentially, it's kind of what's happening. But <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was waiting for a scene where he was like, you know, oh, a mentally ill woman. I could take advantage of her easily. No one's gonna believe her either. I thought about that because that's pretty. That's what I thought. That's messed up. He he comes across. <clears throat> you're not. He's not exactly the most. He's trying to be friendly, normal but he's guy. he's not the most normal guy, and he's not the friendliest guy. But after a while, you start you. There's just a fine line where where you kind of sympathize with him a little. You kind of, but there's that fine line where like if they made him any more of a jerk, then you he would be the villain, not the ghost. Yeah, he's he'd be more like the um the 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 ass exterminator. That's trying to get rid of the cockroaches. He wouldn't, you know, where the cockroach is the bad guy. Now he's the bad guy. He's killing. <laughs> so that's, I mean, essentially that's the movie. She she gets in uh, a paranormal team to investigate. They see stuff. There's uh, actually famous pictures you can look up about it, yes. which we'll go into about when we talk about the actual, more really of the actual case. But she had that happen. They do a whole thing where they try to capture it. The doctors all see it. And then essentially the movie ends with, She's done with the doctor. Wait, and is then, she moving, I think? Yeah. At the end of the movie, she's moving, and it pretty much just says that the attacks continued. Though less frequent, they became less severe over time. They haven't been never officially said it. I don't, think, I don't remember if there was an official word if they actually fully stopped. And she herself, I think, is kind of out of the limelight. Well, no, she, no yeah, she really, kind of dropped out of light. No one really knows what she's doing right now. So that's the that's the movie. Now in the original case, like I said, I forget. Does she actually leave with the original boyfriend, or is it the doctor? Or did she just say like, no, screw it, the both of them? Done. Yeah, um, the boyfriend. I mean, I know in the movie the boyfriend left. He witnessed. He got it. he he got attacked. He got thrown. He got thrown. He threw, like, and a chair. A, and oh, he also hits scene. her with a chair. Yeah. Well, there's. I know there's um there's issues about that because they say did he he picked up a chair because she's lying in bed naked and he could see something's pressing against her. And he's fighting it. He tries to hit, it, hit her with the chair. The question is, did the chair break on her? Or, or did it break yeah. on the ghost? Because at no point do they really talk about her being smashed in the face with the chair, honestly. Well, it, I'm sure they were trying to make him kind of like... I, don't, I wonder if that actually did happen. I wonder if, that, if that's Hollywood magic or if... Yeah, a lot. Yeah, because I mean, there, there's so there's so much to the story. You know, it's sometimes it, it, it there's it gets foggy sometimes remembering the movie with the actual story. I mean, there's the book you can read. And do you actually know book. who wrote the book? I don't. Rem- I don't remember offhand. I know the. Um, do you know who wrote the book? I have no idea. I'm asking you. I know because every time I every time I try to look it up, I always end up getting um, the movie. Oh, right, here, looking it up. The novel is by Frank De Felita. Is it now? Is it? A fiction, or is it? 
To no, to my knowledge, it's when you look for the book, it's not in the fiction section. It's actually you'll find it in like the um, paranormal, new biography. age, ghosts. Not biography. They usually put it in like spiritual sections. Really, in books, knowing you know, like Borders used to have a, re- a religion and spiritual section. Where I got all my books on the paranormal. So you could buy the Bible, and then you could buy the entity. Yes, it's like, would you like to? You do. You, you want to read about the Bible and God and everything over here? Do you want to read about a woman getting raped in her bedroom by something that's not there? You just turn to the and left. And then you know, right down the road, Satanic Bible. Yeah, and in the Satanic, you know, uh, what is it, Jonathan Levay? Yes, Levay. Right, yeah, right over here. Who? That's a whole other. That's a whole other you issue within read itself. That? You to read that? <laughs> I never. I have not read the whole thing. I've read pieces in it, but th- like I said, that's, that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's but some parts though. aren't bad. Other parts are kind of risky. I would suggest people, if you're interested, it is a read worth reading because you'll understand more of what's going on. It's not what most people think. It's definitely not what people think it is. That, I mean, I'll tell you that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> so the case of, uh, of Carla, the case of, in the movie The Entity, now, one of the famous pictures that you can find online is the um, pictures of, I guess, what they call the uh, arcs of light. You know? Yes. Oh, going over people's heads? Yeah, there's a, a couple of famous pictures. I mean, obviously, there's way more photos from the case. There's probably video and everything, but, you know, it's not all easily, you know, available to the public, you know? Because when you do. I don't, don't know. The people who actually some of did it. this uh, don't, didn't release them. They met in a. I think the actual story goes that she met them in the library at the college. Actually, the college that the psychologist she's talking to is working for. Yeah. That's UC, where they which met. Which I think was UCLA. Yes. And they met there, and she was looking into paranormal stuff, and she was like... I think she was having a conversation with someone, and the, the two people who are actual paranormal investigators overheard her because they are part of the library workers as well. And they reported to their boss, I guess... And she, I think, is a woman, right? And I know in the movie they make her a woman. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the head one, yeah. Yes, and then that's where it all spills out. I don't know if they actually did the whole trying to freeze it, though. No, no yeah, in the movie, yeah, that's right. The movie has a big section at the end where they try to capture the ghost with uh, liquid helium, I believe Liquid it is. helium, yes. Which, you know, just basically, like, for most people that don't know what that is, just think li- literally liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen is the one word everyone usually... Associates it's a with practically freezing. a different element, but does it about the same thing. So yeah, so um, going back to the case, the photos that are available are, and the, the big uh, deal with these photos that people say it's a strong point for the paranormal is, it's the uh, these arcs of light. Now, if you shine a flashlight, especially the old school flashlights, you know, not like the LED ones today that light up a room. I'm talking about the old ones that point into a certain direction. You get circles. You'll you'll get a full out circle that appears on the wall that's lit up. You point that into a corner where a it's wall meets, they, you'll see a bend in the light. Now, these famous photos, uh, part of the issue here is that there's a couple of arcs of light, which, first of all, it's just the arc, so it's not a full circle like a flashlight. And it's shining on the, there's a couple that shine on the corner of a room and it's not bending, which means it's not on the wall, which means whatever this is, it's in the three-dimensional format for the picture. It's something in the air. And, not, and then another one appears that seems to be in front of somebody that's in the picture too. Like it kind of cuts off into their hair, which photo wise. And if anyone messes, you know, works with Photoshop or anything, you'll know what they call layers. This layer, you know, this woman is behind the layer of this arc. So this thing is in the middle of the air. 
spooky. <laughs> we we haven't even delved into like other stuff on it. I mean, like like we said, the whole the uh, even the woman, the original case, what was it, Doris herself? Um, I know that they said she was very. I mean, the case itself. I'm I mean, actually, the, I'm how curious. open are you going to be about it? But what's know, happening? Well, Cause they said she well, because they said she was very didn't, quiet didn't, didn't about her life. Get, I think she. Uh, I think there's something to do with the fact the more she talked about it, the more the entity itself seemed to become more self-aware, get angry, more active, I would say. It seemed to, yeah. And it's weird because um, I was actually reading an article where uh, there was a doctor. I, I don't remember his name off, off the bat. And the doctor actually says that he doesn't think... See, the whole issue with this case that makes it weird is it's a poltergeist case. For If anyone knows what a poltergeist is, you know, the noisy ghost, a ghost that just is bothering you. That's all you're really you, doing. You, just you go see the you. new poltergeist movie. I mean, <laughs> that's, I say see the original. Yeah, the original I think is much much scarier if you guys are looking for like some true scary movie. The new one's good. It It's just not... I, I just didn't feel it was scary. <laughs> it's like... Um, what was that commercial for uh, the... the uh, what is that? The cream? The sour cream? Not thick enough. <laughs> you know, the old one was thick. This one's it's just well, just a little bland. It's I, not I mean, like whole milk. It was like two percent poltergeist. Well, the, the entity actually is good because it does very well the old school style of creepy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a lot. It's messing with you psychologically. Where just like the original poltergeist did that. Yeah. Where it's but I, you know what the best way to put it the new poltergeist if you like scary games where things just pop up in your face jump scares perfect perfect for you that movie. Yeah, the, 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 these movies, the old ones, are definitely more about setting the mood. It's look, I'm not going to jump out at you and scare you. I'm going to make you wish I was jumping out just so it'd be o- it'd be over. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> but the the issue with a lot of people with the original case, and obviously this is why Hollywood, you know, for the movie had to get Hollywoodized, is she was very reluctant on sharing information too. Did like she, she actually would, give the okay on this movie? I wonder. I'm not sure if she. I'm not actually sure if she did because being the fact that. The book was written by someone else, so I think legally it's like maybe just he, the author you have to get because he changed the names. Maybe he just names. got hearsay from people around her. Or well, he the, got it from the, the therapist. Well, maybe. the thing with her is she was very, she was not that open about talking about herself. I mean, it's a very well, I mean, personal rape. case. Not but she didn't even want to say how old she was, things like that. Wow, okay. You, you know, so when they're asking her questions, important questions, they're like, hmm. You know, it's like, well, you can't just tell me how old you are. Yeah, so it kind of left them at a situation. You know, so it's kind of like she wasn't fully open so it makes you wonder how much other stuff might have happened or if there was something in the background that she might have done that could have led to this I actually too. thought it was interesting with the movie um, a lot of the time with these movies they show like a physical something yeah. even if it's a slight like even a shadow a mist anything there was none of that I think the closest time you get to actually seeing anything is when near the end and you barely see it's just a block of ice yeah frozen ghost and not let it go, Frozen Disney, but... <clears throat> well, did we just come up with a story idea now? Yeah, we just did. I'm going to have to make a new movie. But the uh, uh, I had said before there was a doctor who felt this wasn't a case of... Uh, what is it? Spectral rape? There's another. There's an actual word for it. I can't remember what it is. Term? There's an actual term for it, but he doesn't feel that it was an actual case of a ghost coming and raping her. He thinks it was just a full-on... Which not many people get a full-on, full-out poltergeist haunting, 
which not many people get. I mean, there's uh, one of the other more famous poltergeist situations is uh, I think it's the Enfield ghost out in uh, England, which I think is going to be I, the subject matter for the movie The Conjuring Part Two. I don't know that one actually. It's an interesting one actually, which uh, which we will discuss in another episode. But uh, before we discuss it, um, I think there's just definitely there's literature out there on it. And actually, the BBC just recently did a short run miniseries which most of their stuff is usually ends up being miniseries yeah. of six episodes on it which actually I've watched the first two episodes it's actually pretty good and like you said it's not about the jump scare it's about the creepiness setting the mood setting the mood for you and your girlfriend to get creepy scary and whatnot. so like I said the entity not not exactly a situation you you want to be dealing with though definitely not at all <laughs> uh, someone did point out I'm like does it happen to men and I'm like yeah but would they Actually, say I mean think about it I mean a lot of guys would be like yo I'm, get, I'm getting sex at home every night so when you, when you were looking into this um, did you see any other like hear any other accounts of this because it's not, like you never hear this about is, the this, raping of someone, someone well, that's, by a ghost that's what made this uh, this whole story interesting and like I said and that's also why it was weird you know that she didn't want to Share more information, which is, you know, obviously up to her. It's a very personal situation. Well, I almost, when I was watching it, I almost got this idea that, you know, if she's being haunted by something, maybe it's one of her, it's her first husband. There's the other thought. It could be her dad. Could be her dad. And that, but that also, also kind of goes back into full circle, the whole psychological, psychological aspects of the, how they said that maybe it's, it is all her mind. Maybe it is, because that's the other thing. Maybe it was an actual poltergeist, but in her head. Maybe she wasn't right in the head and she was mixing it. Maybe the poltergeist is doing one thing and she's saying it's doing the other and the poltergeist is in the house like, I didn't do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right, I see. threw that couple across the room. I didn't touch that lady. Oh, could have just been feeding off of her energy too. And that's why I was doing stuff like that. Uh, well, yeah, that is true. A lot of times it, there is a lot of belief that poltergeists are just based off people's uncontrolled, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uncontrolled spiritual energy that, it's just basically running amok. And this is why a lot of times they say a lot of poltergeist activity happens around kids who are like literally in um, starting puberty or within puberty. Like if, and which is funny, like you said, goes back to the movie Poltergeist. You have the boy and the girl in the house who are like the boy. I think, I think in the movie he's about 10 or 12. So yeah, he's starting he's puberty. Young. The girl is about maybe six or seven. She's so she's really about little. to. And then they have the older sister. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Which I feel bad for her. <laughs> energy, yeah. Oh, you got to feel real bad for her. She's. Uh, I mean, I, she's not nice, but, you know, she's a teenager. She's a bitch. <laughs> she is a teenager. Huh. I mean, that's not her fault. It's it's about, you know, when they decided to have her, but... No, um, which, and like I said, back to the... And even going back to the Enfield haunting, that does happen there. I think it's two... If I remember, it's two girls at that about age, about 12 to 13 years old. And they're being attacked. I think it was specifically on one of the girls too. And the case is also very famous for because supposedly the poltergeist was throwing her out of bed, throwing her, throwing her. Like there's photos when you look it up, you'll see there's photos of her midair scream. If you didn't know it was, it was a ghost haunting photo, you just think it's this girl jumping on the bed going ha ha. <laughs> but supposedly it's she was flat out on the bed. And then she goes flying like across the room, which people could say she jumped, but not many people can go from jumping position to suddenly lying down positions to a jumping position without now, being seen. Now, where does this take place? Is this England? This is in England. I believe it was uh, in England. It's Enfield, England. What year? I think this was also in like maybe the 60s or 70s. Really? That's when all the good hauntings happened. Everything died down now. 
Yeah, uh, Ghost Adventures. Huh? Well, yeah, we have. There's all these shows. The go- Ghost Adventures. What else is there? Um, uh, I was watching Haunted Highway for a while. That was good. Haunted, I mean, the, I was possessed. I was possessed. Well, you always, you gotta love Paranormal Witness. They do a great job. Uh, the, yeah, there's that one. I know there's a Canadian one. That, there's uh, a Canadian one. Uh, there's not, there's, I forgot what it was called. It was interesting because it's you got one woman who is the medium who yes, goes into the yes, house. Yes, yes. You have another woman who's like the real estate and she does the history on the house. So you know she finds why it might there was be another haunted. one. There was another one with a detective. And well, then, well, this the great part about this one is you have the uh, guy who the skeptic a, and the the skeptic, but he. Everything he's like, no, he's got to. Stay. He's a um, contractor, so he knows how to deal with houses. And there's an episode. He's like, well, well, this is this, this is this. He finds why the door doesn't close. Finds why the hot water suddenly well, yeah, the turns metal hot. Expanding because of humidity and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. all that stuff. But the best part is when she's like, well, I heard someone call my name. He's like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe <laughs> she's just hearing it. He kind of like indirectly <laughs> just calls a woman crazy. <laughs> maybe she's just hearing things. I mean, I, I don't know about that. It was actually a show I was really into for a while. Uh, Destination True. I mean, it wasn't always ghosts yes, and stuff, yes, but... Yes, that's a good show. That's a good... Par- just paranormal also, and the, uh, the monsters, horries. The host himself, he's funny. Like, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. He's great. He's funny. Um, I remember watching an episode where I think they went to India. I forgot what they were looking for in there, and they... they it was a vampire. Something. Was it a vampire? I think it was a vampire. No, that was Philippines. The Philippines or Vietnam, they went to see a vampire. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, no, because I remember somewhere there in India, and I think they were like... They're in like a jungle... Not a jungle, but a place with large, um, tall grass... And they hear something circling them. Yes, yes and they're yes. like, "Oh my god, no, there that it was is!" The Middle East. But, it was supposed to be a big dog. But my thing is, um, you're kind of in a jungle. You know, they have lions yes. and tigers and stuff. No, there's a could also be um, could also be the homeless guy that was asking you for money from the airport. Just followed you all the way back to where you're going. Figured he'll just take the money from your pocket. You don't well, know. Well, so people probably know around. The, the thing is that we, you got to be skeptic because do people know in the neighborhood that these white people are here? These people who are foreign, they're they're probably watching them. Oh, yeah, they're definitely being watched. I wouldn't be surprised how much of it is them, just other people watching them. There actually is a really, really great episode of that show. I don't exactly remember what it was, but I think it was in Europe. Actually, it might have been in Romania. Um, there is a forest, wherever it is, and for some reason, the forest is, like, the people there are absolutely terrified of this forest. Mm-hmm. And in the center of the forest, there is an open clearing, just grass. No trees grow there for no reason at all. But when you go there, you know, whenever you do testing and stuff, everything's off the charts. So when they both go there twice. Oh, really? And when they go there, the first time, one of their cameramen, they, you know how they do that on Destination Truth? What Destination Truth does, yeah. they'll send one guy into the really terrifying place by himself and just do a recording. That's it. So he'll sit there, I think, for a half an hour, I think is what they do. Mm-hmm. He sits there and he gets attacked. Something grabs him, and you can see on the video because he's sitting there, and it, it, he's got a light in front of him. It looks almost like a fire, and he gets thrown like 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 ten feet backwards into the forest. Real, and this is all on video. All on video. He gets thrown. You just see like in slow motion him just get tossed. And then they bring him back the second time. He's sitting there. He doesn't get attacked physically this time, but he's sitting there, and for some reason he's getting nauseous. His ears start bleeding. Like they go up, the, really? doc, the medics run up to him, his ears have blood running out of them. And they have a recording of him trying to get out of the center of it because he's horrified because he doesn't know what's going on. And he drops to his knees and he's crawling because he can't move. And it looks like something's grabbing the back of his ankle. And what pulling does this thing look back. like? Nothing. Or you it's see a ghost. It, look, it looks nothing. Ooh. Oh, so where was this again? This, I think, was in Romania. All right. Oh, Romania, not too far from... 
Transylvania. Yes. Which, where, just to let everyone know, uh, Dracula isn't exactly an evil monster. Some people, he is seen as a hero by many locals. Yeah, well, actually, it's because he uh, pushed off the Ottoman Empire. If you really want to get a good story on Dracula, it's a long read, but it's fantastic. The Historian... I don't mm-hmm. actually remember the writer. She is foreign. I think she actually is from Romania. Um, it's basically she goes into depth about the actual story of Dracula and how he could be alive today. And this is a fiction book or no? It's a fiction, but the way she but wrote they work it, it, they work the it way they work way. it, yeah. Uh, the historian by Elizabeth Kostov. Kostova, Kostova, however Fantastic. you say it. Fantastic. If you got, if you can sit down and read that, you'll love it. Or if you have a couple of thousand dollars you want to throw our way, we can go to Romania and check out this uh, circle. We'll just take a... I, You know, the only reason I really, really want to go there is just so you can get the wine from the castle. <laughs> the Dracula wine? The Dracula, it's a hundred... I think it's like $150 a bottle. I just want it. I want to try it. Uh, <laughs> we went so far, of course, off from, from uh, the entity. <laughs> but, like, um, I, what was years later, I know her son was interviewed. And this is where uh, it actually gets interesting. Apparently... Her son was interviewed for a website, I think, um, or somebody asked the guy to interview. I think it was something with ghosttheory.com. I'm not sure if the website's still around or not. Um, They are because I just looked it up. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. They interviewed the son who gave interesting backstory that you don't necessarily get in the book or the movie on the case, which makes you wonder how much of this information the lady herself gave because he said that apparently she led... Uh, she was a wild child, so her family kind of pushed her away, which kind of makes sense as to why she found herself... So like her family as in her children or... No, no, her family, family as in her family. parents, yeah. Uh, okay. So it kind of makes sense as to why her family, um, she ended up with living with this guy and having a baby right away because yeah. she got kind of pushed out. You're, you're being wild, so you go be wild over there. Um, apparently there was, he did, there was mention about her messing with Ouija boards and stuff at some point. The interesting, really? th- yeah. The interesting thing is this case. Her case didn't come no, into wait, 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 focus. Wait, wait. With the Ouija board thing, is this older, younger? Like when he's an adult? Like uh, oh no, this is when he or her. When he saw her doing this stuff, like his account of it. Oh, his account. Well, that's the thing. The problem. That's what I was going to mention. The problem with this knows. interview, he kind of contradicts himself here and there a couple of times. Oh, okay. Is the thing. But one thing that he did mention that was interesting is. Everyone sees this case as she moved into this house and it started. Apparently, he said that there was paranormal things, little things, but paranormal things happening to them, you know, even before they had moved into that house. Any idea like what? Um, I don't, I'm not even sure. I don't, I don't know how much into it they went into. The only problem is that uh, she, I mean, she had two sons and you know, I guess one of them is the one that was really, you know, following everything. Yeah, in the movie, they only show one son. Yeah, but... Like, um, being that she wasn't very open on her, on her information, the interview was a little maybe this and that as far as where the story goes. There's, I don't know if there's a clear 100% storyline as to what actually happened, which makes this, it kind of puts this case well, in it a... It almost makes you skeptic yourself because you're like, how can I believe any of this if... Yeah, I know. No one, it's I mean, like the people barely the talk photos. about it, believe it. Yeah, I mean, there's the photos. The only ones that really can tell us anything... As far as solid proof are the people that did the investigation. I'm surprised that they actually haven't released anything. I think it's probably because of her they don't, like, respect towards her. That, it could also even be what we're saying now. Maybe how, how much of it was real, how much of it did they realize was fake. 
How much of it was like in her head? I just sat down in a room with her and just realized she is absolutely out of her mind. <laughs> there are people out there that seriously are out of their minds and don't realize it and are so good at selling their mental lie that you won't know that they're out of it. Sometimes they can sell it. I mean, there's people out there that, you know, say they're vampires. I'm not going to say that they're not, but um, some of them can talk and sell a really good game that you'd believe it. Well, I know they have the... Uh I know they have those fake teeth, those inserts they kind of like <laughs> clip on. Yeah, well, look, I can go to Hot Topic anytime too. No, I remember watching something a while back. It was a man. He thinks he's a vampire. He has him and his girlfriend, wife, I don't know. They almost treat like being a vampire like a religion. Oh, and what okay. he does is he was a dentist before he decided to do this. Mm-hmm. And so what he does is he actually makes a mold of your tooth. And will make you a vampire tooth that you will clip right into your teeth and will be held there, like actual teeth. Oh, I know some people. That, I know uh, some people doing conventions that do that and everything. And you know, you can get your eyes, your teeth, and everything done. And these are good teeth that will stay in there. You can bite people for real. <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap it up here this time. Uh, we're gonna, you know, hopefully you enjoyed it. If you guys have any questions or information or even ghost stories you want to send to us, feel free to email us at contact at isedieddead.com. Um, we're going to be talking about books, horror movies, actual ghost cases, personal ghost cases. Uh, we'll see if we can get some people that in their accounts to tell us what they've happened, what they've seen, what they believe. Get some skeptics in here to tell us what they don't believe and what they do believe. Uh, that's going to be the funnest part. See, that's the fun part. The hardest part is getting uh, some psychiatrist, psychologists to come in here and tell us what they believe. But that that, that could be I fun. I feel like they sit too. down and they'll just be him going after us for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably try and figure out what's wrong with us. Be like, no, sir, I'm not crazy. I'm telling you, uh, I am me. And who is me? Myself. And who is that? I. So anyway, we'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed the sh- uh, our episode, our inaugural. 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 Yeah, if you can, yeah, see if you want to say it like that too. Episode. And we'll see you guys next time. So say goodbye. Bye. Bye.